Then expenses you can easily eliminate in retirement to give yourself some additional cash flow. Have you done it? Or do you know what they are? That story and other stories coming up on today's edition of Aging Options. Aging Options, how can we help? I'm calling with a question about Medicaid. It's time to know your options and master your future. So I'm looking for some advice, things to consider about retirement community. My life, my plan, my way. He wanted us to roll his 401k in to an IRA and we wondered if that was wise. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. He has significant assets, and I'm just wondering how those assets can be protected. Know your options. There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already know. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers only general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of the national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayish, where we talk all things aging on Aging Options. You're aging, and you probably have questions. If you do, we probably have answers that will help you succeed, not fail in retirement. And that's what we call about, that's what we call at Aging Options, my life, my plan, my way. That's the way that you want to do the planning. You have a different life than anyone else does. But what are you doing differently to succeed and to get some questions answered we put up four blogs each week we go to the uh, web and take a look at all the stories that are out there and decide which are the four stories that you should be paying attention to and if you go to aging options this week the four stories are the first one is going to be uh, life expectancy has dropped in the u.s now it's all being blamed on covid but nonetheless, life expectancy has dropped in the U.S. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? We'll talk about that. And what about a reverse mortgage? Do you have one? Should you look to one? Should you explore one? Is it a good product for you? How do you decide that question? That's a great story that we'll be talking about today. Uh, and then we'll follow up with three common mistakes retirees make and 10 expenses that can easily be eliminated in retirement to give you some added cash flow. What are those expenses and have you done that? Do you even know what those expenses are that you should be looking to eliminate and how do you go about eliminating those expenses? Those are the stories that we will be talking about in today's edition of Aging Options and at the bottom of the hour we'll have our good friend David Hooper from Kingsview Partners who will be joining us uh, to talk and comment about some of these stories, the financial stories. But the more important issue is not the stories. The more important issue will be what are your questions? Do you have questions in mind? Do you, uh, do, you, do you get concerned about anything that you're going to touch in retirement, whether it's legal issues, anything from should I have a will, should I have a trust, what is a probate, should I avoid a probate, what is a power of attorney, will my kids take away control if I 
give them a power of attorney. Uh, oh, but there could be on legal issues, financial issues. How am I investing? And, and should I invest in a Roth account instead of a traditional account? Should I buy a long-term care insurance policy? What about this long-term care tax that has just been given out, uh, that has been handed down by the government to all Washingtonians, uh, whether we want it or not? Uh, housing, health, anything that you have in retirement planning on mind, we can probably talk to you about that. Because in retirement, unlike what pop culture would have you believe, retirement being just financial planning, it's not. It's a lot more than just having a, a pot full of money, as Casey Kasem, uh, his life kind of proved out. $80 million didn't prove to be enough money to allow him to live his life the way he wanted to, in his own home with his family fighting over him. And yet, that's what retirement planning seems to really invoke or, or it is uh, invite people to, to work on is financial planning. What is retirement planning? What are your questions? Give us a call. Our phone lines are open, 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. Give us a call and we'll try and give you an answer that will put you in the right direction. If you don't have the answer, we'll find it for you. Uh, so let's get to the story, shall we? Uh, life expectancy in the U.S. is dropping. And, and the headline that, that this one, and there are many stories that come, but this comes from Health Day and says COVID drove the biggest drop in life expectancy since World War II. And there's some hidden issues in there that kind of caught my attention, which is why we wanted to put this story on. One of the issues that it, 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 it kind of brings to the surface is that the age gap between men and women. Uh, it turns out women used to live longer than men. We've always known that, somewhere between four to five years uh, prior to the pandemic. And the pandemic just increased that. Uh, the gap now is closer to six years. What that means is this. If you are a woman and you are in a, a marital situation, you're married, you have a husband, you have a spouse, you have a partner, chances are you're going to be spending a number of years alone. And from a planning perspective, it is uncanny as to how predictable it is that we do a lot of planning, keeping in mind that both of us are going to be living together. But how are we going to navigate the, the life landscape when we are alone? That's a huge issue that seems to raise its head, usually the ugly head, uh, after a partner dies, after a spouse dies. And then we start making a lot of adjustments and we start thinking about things for the next six, seven years, and that can be quite hard and quite traumatic. What are some of those issues that you should be thinking about? Have you done your planning around around not only your life, but also your other life, and your, your partner's life, your, your spouse's life? And I have to tell you, after 20 years of doing business uh, and talking to clients, what I find most common the big issue that it creates for for women is that <clears throat> if you're living in your own home, chances are that while both of you are living, you'll probably want to live out your life in this home all the way to the end. And usually men would prefer not to have to move. Why? Because we can take care of the house. It's not a big deal. We are taking care of the house and, and we can manage one way or the other. But when the male partner, generally speaking, passes away, Women will find the house to become too much because the outside upkeep and the care, besides just the inside, you know, just the outside upkeep and the care becomes too much. And then we all of a sudden start to move or start thinking about moving. Not only have we lost our mate of X number of years, 
but we are now going to have to move. And there are some mistakes typically that are made in the moving process because when we move, we are thinking about, I don't want to have to move again. I mean, not only is a the death of a partner a traumatic issue, but according to some studies, the move is going to be proved to be the second most stressful thing in retirement people are going to end up facing and facing it alone. And when you have to move, you have to create an environment that is absolutely brand new to you, new people that you have adjust to, relationships that you have to form. A uh, few of us live in joint family systems where we can be surrounded by our loved ones, people that we know. So we generally have to embrace a brand new culture of a new setting, new people to deal with. And, and that is equally as traumatic. And the mistake there, that may not be the last move you end up making because where you end up moving is a retirement community where they take care, good care of people as long as you're healthy, but they may not have any services to offer. They may have limited services to offer as you age and as your needs keep increasing. So what do you need to do in the housing part of it? And this is an, an interesting story. You know, the pandemic drives the biggest drop in the U.S. life expectancy since World War II. I mean, it was a good thing that we were living longer. But the shame of the whole thing, another, another part of the living longer part is this. So many times when I ask people, how long do you want to, how long do you want to live? Seldom do I hear people say, oh, I want to live my life to be 120 years of age. Seldom, if ever. Majority of the people will say 80, 90, somewhere there. That's how long I want to end up living. Why not 120? We get only one life because we know intuitively that even though we spend the most amount of money anywhere in the world on healthcare issues, we as Americans don't live the longest lifespans, nor do we live the healthiest lifespans. And living life in a state of constant illness where we are unambulatory, maybe our mobility is becoming constrained now, or we are dealing with other illnesses and ailments that that render our ability to take care of our own needs independently, uh, it, it is totally hampered. And we are going to now need to rely on others, whether it's family members or other people, slash the burden issue. That's not where we want to go. So most people will say, well, I don't want to live more than 85 or 90. And my, my suspicion is that most people are saying, I don't want to live anything beyond independent life. As long as I'm independent, whether that's 80 or 90 or 100 or 200, you know, I'm okay. I, I would like to live that life. But if I'm not independent, then I don't want to live the life. But And, and we, we gauge it in, in, in years. And, then, and therefore, that's the root cause of the foundation of why we have so much ageism in this country. Right? I mean, if you are 75, 80 years old, 85 years old, or you're too old, you, you no longer have the ability to do things that you could do before. And that's just ageism. I mean, there are many people who are in their 90s who are still driving cross-country. There's nothing wrong. They, they can do it. When we start talking about legal documents and who do you want to name as your agent, <clears throat> well, I've got a brother of mine, but no, he's 85, and I don't know whether we should put him. He's getting old. Well, so are you, aren't you? Ageism. This has nothing to do with it. And this, this, this drop in the U.S. life expectancy, it just basically means that we're going to be living short, or at least for right now, and, and, and I hope this is just a temporary blip, that this is a short lifespan, but it does spotlight, doesn't it? What are we doing to plan our lives to live to the fullest extent we can as long as we are alive? And how long are we going to be alive? 
And there's so many opportunities that this, this, this story by itself raises that how we approach healthcare, having access to care should we fall ill, buying into Medicare and buying a supplement insurance plan so that we have access to care if we fall ill. We can go see a doctor. We can go see, uh, uh, we, we can, we can be admitted into a hospital. We can get surgery. We can get therapy. We can get medication. That's what traditional healthcare is all about. Why? Because the healthcare system makes one heck of a lot of money when you and I are ill. Almost nobody in the healthcare system is going to make money when we are healthy. And therefore, the focus on traditional healthcare is how to come up with ways to help you cope with illnesses rather than how to help you avoid becoming ill to begin with. And if you don't want to end up in a nursing home, don't want to become ill, don't want to become a burden on, on your loved ones or lose money to uncovered medical expenses, here's the simple formula, don't fall ill. And how do you do that? You approach healthcare differently. Who is your doctor? And you've heard me talk about this issue many times before. Who is your doctor? I mean, do you have an internal medicine doctor? Or do you have a family medicine doctor? And if you're over the age of 70, is that your primary care physician? Or do you have a board-certified geriatric care physician who uh, have been shown? And then geriatric uh, care has been proven to lower your risk of going to a uh, lower your risk of needing home care and home health by as much as forty percent. Dr. Chad Bolt did an interesting study at the University of Minnesota and established that if you have proper, competent geriatric care, you can lower your risk of going to a uh, lower your risk of going to a nursing home effectively by as much as forty percent without necessarily paying a penny more out of your pocket. How much education is there? So as we are talking about this longevity drop, it just kind of opens up so many issues about retirement planning in my mind. Are we approaching retirement planning properly? It doesn't matter how many years we are going to live, what the average longevity is. You have a finite number of years that you're going to be living, right? Whether it is 80 years, 90 years, 100 years, 110 years, whatever it is. And those years you want to make sure that you're functionally independent, you're healthy, you can live a life on your own terms, you're not a burden to other people, and you're not losing money to uncovered medical expenses. That's what you want. What you don't want is grow old, fall ill, end up in a nursing home, become a burden to other people, or run out of money. That's what you don't want. What is your planning? What are you doing? Phone lines are open. Give us a question if you have any 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 thoughts on any of these topics. Uh, uh, the phone lines are open, one 800 465 8770. That's 1 800 465 8770. Anything aging, we can talk to you about that issue. So we'll be getting ready to take a break. But before we take a break, let's get to what year was it. Let's see if you can test your memory on this issue and test your, 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 uh, your knowledge about, about the yesteryears, if you will. What year was the, uh, was a gallon of gas in America? 40 cents. The Vietnam War had just ended. The classic film, American Graffiti, was just released. And this was the most popular song of this year. Ah, yeah, you can remember that. You can hear it play in your head. Was it 1973? Was it 1974 or 75? It's one of those three years. Why don't you take a guess? We'll give you the answer towards the 11 o'clock hour. Phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. That's 
1-800-465-8770. If you have any questions, why don't you join the conversation and not just sit in the sidelines? We'll be back right after this break. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next Life Planning Seminar, Saturday, August 14th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the Aging Options Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on August 14th in Federal Way. For more information and to make your free reservation, visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Again, 253-838-3454. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Hi, I'm David Hooper. And I'm Corey Owen. We're with Kingsview Wealth Management. If you're a regular listener of the Aging Options Radio Show, you know that traditional retirement planning sets you up to fail. That's why the Kingsview financial planning process is anything but traditional. So you can live out your life in your home, avoid becoming a burden on your family, and avoid running out of money. We do this by creating a customized financial plan that takes into consideration all your goals and concerns. You'll get a retirement blueprint, an investment approach, and a long-term healthcare strategy that empowers you to live your best retirement. We'll also work with the other professionals on your team to make sure there are no gaps in your retirement plan. Now is the time to call a financial advisor. Don't put it off. Customized, consistent, caring. That's Kingsview Wealth Management. Visit kingsview.com or call 206-531-0117. Kingsview Wealth Management, 206-531-0117. Call today. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is the elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach talking all things aging. The phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. If you have any questions about retirement planning, Give us a call. We can talk about it. How are you approaching your health, housing, finance, legal, 
all the things to make sure that as you age, that you can stay healthier longer uh, than you would otherwise. How, if you do fall ill, that you will not be shuffled into some nursing home against your wishes, become a burden on loved ones, or end up losing money to uncovered medical expenses, everything that you don't want to have happen to you. If you don't do planning differently, you have a 70% chance that you will be dealing with these issues. Not good odds. So what is it about the retirement planning system that gets us these poor results? Well, Coming up in August fourteenth, uh, this this uh, uh, Saturday, this is not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, uh, you can join us live on a live event. Uh, you can uh, where we talk about exactly this issue. What is it about the traditional retirement planning system? What what is our retirement planning system? How do we go about approaching it, and why does it give us these bad outcomes? But the bonus really of these events is: what do you need to do differently to have better outcomes? Uh, look, we've been cooped up for well over a year, uh, and we've lost a year, year and a half of life in, in trying to get our life, our future uh, secured in a more meaningful way. It's time to come out. If you have been vaccinated uh, and you, you, you're willing to go and wear a mask while you're attending the, the, the session, uh, go to lifepointlaw.com and uh, register for, for this one session that we will do live. And what you will find on that event, on, on, on the LifePoint Law page, is there are three other opportunities you have to join us online. Many of us are still not uh, comfortable getting out uh, in public uh, because of the resurgence of the Delta variant or this COVID thing. And if that's you, you can still do something about your retirement planning. Go to LifePointLaw.com and register for one of these uh, three upcoming seminars we have. One is on Tuesday, August 10th at 6 p.m., Thursday, uh, August 12th at 10 a.m. in the morning. And then we have on Saturday, August 14th at 1 o'clock. And on Saturday, you can make a choice whether you want to come live in person, attend in the Federal Way campus. You can, you can come there or you can still sit at home and you can uh, take in the education uh, at the same time at the 1 o'clock hour and you will, you will get world-class education. But what is retirement planning and where do people go wrong in America? Why does the richest country in the world lead to such dismal results in retirement? It doesn't need to be the case, but you need to do something about it. Go to lifepointlaw.com and register for one of these upcoming events. Uh, let's talk about reverse mortgages. That's the other story that we have. And, and again, the phone lines are open. If you have any questions about uh, how to get started in your retirement planning, where do you go? How do you go about doing it? If you have any questions about retirement planning, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. Let's talk about reverse mortgages. That's the other story that we have on agingoptions.com. And we've all heard about it uh, a decade ago, 15 years ago. This was a uh, niche product that had been introduced not that long ago in the 1980s, I believe, is when it was first introduced to, to America. And it had uh, gained some popularity, but then pretty soon it, it racked up more negative uh, thoughts about the whole process, uh, about the product, than it did helping people. And today the question really becomes in this pandemic time, during this pandemic, and we're looking at U.S. news, and it talks about that, you know, reverse mortgages uh, are making a resurgence primarily because with the pandemic, there have been a number of people who have lost their jobs, uh, not because they were wanting to retire, but they were forced into retirement. And reverse mortgages turns out to be a way that you can gain, regain some of your cash flow by eliminating the mortgage debt. 
the benefit of a reverse mortgage is pretty obvious. Uh, on a monthly basis, if you own a house and you have a mortgage on the house, you're making a monthly payment to the bank. If you don't make the payment, well, the consequences are quite grim, aren't they? You need to either sell the house. The bank doesn't care. I mean, you're going to need to pay the bank. And if you don't pay the bank, then they will either find a way to go ahead and sell the house or for the house goes into foreclosure and bad things happen. And so that's the downside of a forward or, or a traditional mortgage, even though we all need it because, I mean, few of us are able to afford a $300,000, $500,000 payment when we are in our in our mid to late 20s, early 30s, buying our first house and stuff. So uh, mortgages are a necessary evil in our society. But when we turn 62, we can flip it. And the government created this program. It was created primarily to recognize that when people retire, they will have limited cash flow. And uh, instead of the bank uh, being uh, the one entity that is going to have all the risk of you not making a payment, what if the government went out to the bank and said, you know what, we want you to loan this couple or this individual some money, and we will hold you harmless. We will, meaning if the, if the, if the uh, loan foreclosure, you have to foreclose on the loan, and you lose money, we will make up your losses. So you, the bank, will not have to lose anything. We want you to go ahead and make the loan, and don't worry about credit checks. You don't need to go ahead and, and look for anyone's credit, whether they have good credit or bad credit. If they're over the age of 62 and they have equity in their home, then you should go ahead and make a loan. So, for example, if you have a $400,000 house, so the house is worth $400,000 in, in the Puget Sound, in the greater Puget Sound area, I can't imagine – a house that you have purchased not being about $400,000, the market values have just skyrocketed. So let's say you have a $400,000 house, and over the years you paid down the house, you still have about $150,000 in a mortgage. So you've got enough equity there, right? You've got $250,000 in equity, it's more than 50%. You happen to be over the age of 62, the government says that go ahead and issue a reverse mortgage. So what the reverse mortgage will do is to go to your previous bank, the 150, pay them the 150. So now you have a paid off uh, regular mortgage. And in its place, you have a reverse mortgage at the same amount, $150,000. Going forward, you have a choice. If you want to make the continue to make the monthly payments as you were making under the old old mortgage, you can choose to do that. But if you choose not to make the monthly payments, you don't have to do that. And the bank cannot kick you out. The interest that you are not paying will be added to your $150,000 principal. So that means you're going to be eating into the equity. And if you were to pass away, the children are going to have, your family members are probably going to have a smaller inheritance. But if while you're living, that elimination of the monthly mortgage, the principal and the interest part, it can give you enough cash flow so that you are not in dire straits and, 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 and losing sleep uh, all the time then this may not be a bad situation for you. It'll help you gain some cash flow that will allow you to lead a good quality of life and you can make your expenses and then life can be a little bit more pleasant to deal with than if you were under the gun having to make the payment and God knows whether you'll be able to easily make it or not and if another market downturn comes and you're not able to make the payment, then you have to sell the house and then you have to move. Well, you can eliminate all that. That's the point of the reverse mortgage. So the question then becomes, is it a good thing for people to do? Is it Should you be looking at a reverse mortgage? And my answer is this, that 
when you listen when you listen to all the people who actually promote reverse mortgages on TV and on on on, on the media you know it's all about happy times and yeah you should be doing it and you can take trips and you can make expenses and you can do that that's all true but the point of the reverse mortgage was to allow you to be able to live out your life in your own home and when we take a look at reverse mortgage when i'm counseling my clients should you take a look at it the question is based not whether it's solely on what your financial needs are if you have financial needs yeah you should do that but more importantly how long are you going to live out uh in this house that you're living in if you are not sure that this is going to be your last house then a reverse mortgage will be a more expensive product to get into it won't be as inexpensive as a regular uh, mortgage to get into it'll be more expensive uh, even though it'll have all the benefits it's expensive because if it has benefits you don't have to make a payment the bank cannot come back and and shut down the line of credit or or the or the loan they cannot demand the loan from you when you pass away the house will be sold the bank will be made whole and your family members can actually buy the house for 5% less than the market value of the property so that means there's an incentive for your family members to be able to keep the house to themselves so there are a lot of benefits to the reverse mortgage but should you get it in my opinion you should only get it when you have absolutely made sure that the house the house that you're going to put the reverse mortgage in is the very last house that you're ever going to occupy on God's green earth if there's any possibility that you may have to move out probably a reverse mortgage is not good for you why because when you're no longer occupying the house as your principal residence the loan will come to you and the house will have to be sold and maybe you don't want the house sold at that point of time and so if you have not made sure that the house is the last house and how do you make sure that the house is the last house you got to make sure that it's age friendly so that means as you're aging the house is hopefully either a rambler or it's got an elevator or something like that in there you have identified where the money will come from to help pay for the cost of care which would otherwise be covered in a in, in a nursing home assisted living family home but where is that money going to come from not going to come from medicare i promise you that so you have to do that planning ahead of time and then hopefully you're living 2 to 3 miles from a child who you're going to name as your power of attorney because even though you may have the right house and all the money in the world you could still become kc kesam unless there is someone in the family who is there to help make sure that the care comes in when it's supposed to come in people don't take advantage of you or leave you neglected if you don't pull all these pieces together then a reverse mortgage is probably not a good product for you if you have any questions about this give us a call 800-465-8770 and we can definitely talk about that and let's take a next break and when we come back we'll be talking to David Hooper of Kingsview Partners on the other stories we have the three common mistakes retirees make and 10 expenses you can easily eliminate in retirement do you even know what those are and while you are thinking about coming back and listening to the next section uh, segment take a guess what year was it that you paid 40 cents a gallon for gas vietnam war had just ended the classic film american graffiti had just been released and this was the most popular song of this year what was it 1973 was it 1974 or was it 1975 it was one of those three years we'll give you the answer towards the 11, 11 o'clock hours so take a guess and hopefully you'll have the right guess when we come back 
We'll talk to you and we'll certainly be talking to David Hooper from Kingsview Partners back after the break. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next Life Planning Seminar, Saturday, August 14th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the Aging Options Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on August 14th in Federal Way. For more information and to make your free reservation, visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Again, 253-838-3454. Now, back to Aging Options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayich talking all things aging. And aging means that we need to pull together a lot of different pieces in our retirement planning uh, efforts, not just having a lot of money. And when we talk about money, we need people who know how to talk about money, and that would be David Hooper of Kingsview Partners. Welcome to the show, David. Glad to have you on a Saturday. David, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you not hear me? Oh, I didn't hear you. Just I'm hearing you now. Thank you. Welcome to Aging Options. Glad you're here on Saturday. Yeah, thanks for the invite. It's always great to be on the show. David, uh, the two stories that we have that I was, uh, I'm really looking forward to getting your input on are there's a story about three common mistakes retirees make, which I know you're well familiar with, and then 10 common expenses people should be able to eliminate in retirement. So let's start with the three common mistakes. What are the yeah, mistakes great, you, oh. that you see people make in retirement, and how does this uh, story resonate with that? Yeah, that's in, that's a really interesting article, the three common retirement mistakes, and that's where yeah. uh, myself and my partner spend a lot of our time talking about that. And if you take a look at the article, it's referencing like having the right investment strategy and then also being mindful of taxes so it's kind of interesting. Neither you nor I are uh, accountants, but we both spend a lot of time with accountants. We also spend a lot of time with uh, tax strategies. So it is really vital of um, just having conversations with your advisors or you trust, you know, even you know, family members, just getting more educated on what to expect in regards to your investment accounts, what's the right uh, the, um, mix of stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. We t- we talked about this a little bit before the show, of just having that flexibility of, um, well, I think the education uh, enables you to start having more flexibility in regards to your, your piece you just had on the reverse mortgages. It's great just to learn about it. It may or may not be a good fit, but at least you know. I think there's so often uh, folks are overwhelmed. And just by um, starting to talk through this, I mean, once you get back to the taxes and this, the article, 
I was uh, chatting with you before the show. I've got clients that weren't aware of traditional IRAs where the key word there is your taxes are deferred. <laughs> so when you start Yeah, exactly. Money and, and it was interesting the way that you put it, that, you know, you're, you're, you're saying to people come to you in retirement and say, I want to start pulling money from my retirement account. And your question to them was? Oh, how much did you want to withhold for taxes? And the and answer like, that you get is? They're like, zero. I don't want to pay any taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. But that's, um, trust me, the IRS gets their money. So it's, it's up to you, me, other professionals of um, enabling clients to know what options they have. So what, then, what that uh, means, David, is that, that if I had, a, let's say, an $800,000 retirement portfolio, I really don't have $800,000, do I? Yeah, if that's, a, if that's a deferred, if that's like your traditional 401k or traditional IRA, yeah, you've mm-hmm. got to think of that after tax. And that's, once again, that's the beauty of the financial da- the dashboard um, that you and I work really closely together on of, hey, let's look at all the different components. And one of those big components is taxes. So <clears throat> we help clients... Back to your example of, hey, you got an $800,000 traditional IRA. Uh, we generally try, we just want to be very informed of where you might need the assets. Uh, some of the worst situations are if you take out a huge distribution, let's say, you know, of that $800,000, you are like, you know what, I'm going to take out $200,000 and put it in my savings account. That's all treated as earned income. So not, yeah. I mean, that, that raises you up into a higher tax bracket. So those are things where it's so imperative to have good advisors, good financial and, advisors. And the IRS now, so let, let, me, let, me, let me kind of interrupt up here, David, and say the IRS actually has a recommendation about when you take money out, you should be withholding an X number of uh, percent or X percent in taxes. So what is that percentage that the IRS would, suggests that you should be taking out? We generally try to sync it up with what your expected um, uh, tax, uh, tax income rate is going to be. So if you're in the 15% tax bracket, withhold 15%. Um, 20% tax bracket, withhold 20%. And then different people have different opinions. Some people say, you know, uh, withhold less so you can invest it. Generally, I like to be more conservative and say, hey, let's withhold the tax. Let's withhold the taxes at the time of the withdrawal so we know it's there. So you don't get a big surprise come April 15th. Right, and, and that's the first time that you're looking at your retirement IRA. I worked hard all my life. I accumulated eight, nine hundred thousand dollars in retirement assets, and you're telling me that I need to give a little bit to the government. So that eight hundred thousand <laughs> is probably not eight hundred thousand dollars. It's something a little bit less. Whether it is fifteen percent less or twenty percent less or maybe thirty-eight percent less depends on your tax bracket. And that's the one mistake this article is pointing out. People make is uh, not thinking about the tax implications or thinking for sure when I retire I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket. What about right, the other think, two mistakes they're talking about? Investing like you're still working. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, that's a great point. And that's, um, <laughs> that's a whole show in itself. But <laughs> boiling it down, it's a, it, you know, if you start working at a job and you're in your 20s or 30s, nine times out of ten, you're going to be more aggressive because that's going to, what that would generally mean is you're going to have a higher amount of stocks or stock fund uh, investments which is great because you have that time, you have time for it to go up and down uh, as you get closer and closer to retirement. I think it was um, that article, Three Mistakes, where it has like this five-year window. 
Right. Five years before retirement, five years after. You want to start reducing. You want to have a conversation of like, hey, you got to be mindful of like, I need those funds to be there to help fund my retirement. <clears throat> so we start reducing some of that risk where it's not maybe not as exciting to be not earning as high a rate, but you know that you have a higher probability the funds are going to be there when you need them. So I think that was a really good point by the author also. I've seen this so many times of that, that window. Of like you really so I'm going to come back and ask you uh, a question related to that. We, by the way, we're talking to David Hooper of Kingsview Partners. If you have any questions about financial planning, uh, you can give us a call at 800-465-8770 and get the answer from the horse's mouth, so to speak. You can get it from somebody who does this for a living every single day, and he can probably point you in the right direction. David, uh, on the issue of you know investing like you're still working, but now you're retired, one of the common themes that I get from, from my clients is that Oh no no no! We 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 don't want to be in the market. We don't want to take any risk in the marketplace, and and for good reason because the market goes down, and who knows when it's going to go down. Uh, and I need the money. I can't afford to lose the money. So, are there investment opportunities people have where they can stay at least uh, with inflation and still be conservative? Oh yeah, most definitely. I think that's funny. You hit it on the head, Rajiv. Of oftentimes we see the folks who are really, really, really conservative, where it might be a substantial amount of their accounts are in cash, or really, really, really aggressive, where it's one or two stocks, or they're taking on a lot of risk. Uh, so, but there's a whole spectrum in between too much cash and too much high risk stock, and that is. Once again, I know it's not as exciting to talk bonds or talk other asset classes or real estate. But having a mix of um, a variety of different investments can really reduce that. Um, so give example. So David, give give an example of one or two uh, options people may have where they can they can be relatively safe and still uh, be sure that they're keeping about at least inflation or making a little bit more than that. Yeah, I would, I would generally say where <clears throat> Corey, my partner, and I we spent a lot of time is what's known as your asset allocation. So if you have, once again, there's no guarantees, but if you have you know, 50% of your investments in bonds, 50% in stock, uh, historically that's returned around 5%. So that's outpacing inflation without taking on that big risk of having more of that 100% um, stock that's going to earn you a higher rate. But as you saw in 2020 with the COVID uh, sell-off or 2008, I mean, that was really, that 2008 was really the um, Great Recession, Mm-hmm. That really, and then, I mean, you see it too. It's just become such an emotional um, like scar where people are, um, but then they don't realize the risk of having too much cash where you're earning zero. If you've looked at your savings account, you're earning close to zero. Oh, and pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about other, you know, you've had several articles talking about uh, cost of living and inflation, and that's generally around 2 3%. So it's things that it goes kind of back to your article of, um, Good budgeting, you know, all of those things. Regardless, your budget, the things that you need to buy are going up by two or three percent each year. If you've got too much, um, that risk of not keeping up with your cost of living is right. a substantial one that oftentimes people don't think about. Right, and and uh, sad sad reality, of course, in. 2021 is that it's not going up by 
two to three percent. I mean, food has gone up by more, more. At least in the grocery stores that I'm looking at, uh, <laughs> our our yeah. budget. I was looking at our numbers just recently. Six percent, six and a half percent has gone up. Uh, the, the items that we used to buy yesterday, I bought some some mangoes coming from India. Mangoes are always a good thing in my household, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And and those things have gone up from used to be able to buy them for about buck buck twenty five something like that buck uh, fifty to I think we have paid some close to three dollars and twenty cents for a mango yesterday. So yeah, and it's all that stuff sort of, it just goes up, and it kind of just adds an incremental higher level of stress. Like oh god, you know this is going up, um, but it is like back to the articles that you have or back to our conversation of. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, some slight change. Well, I guess it will go all the way back to, you know, just educating yourself and having people that you can trust to ask real questions and get unbiased advice is so important. And, I, I yeah, I, no doubt. I can't vouch enough for any of your listeners. They should reach out to you, and they can get the right answers, the honest answers. Um, yeah, that's what it's all about. And more than education, I think, you know, to me, I'll, I'll push back a little bit on the education piece of it. A good attorney I met many, many years ago down in Florida, Judy Osterhout, who had said, you know, when people come to you, we tend to go ahead and say, yeah, we need to go ahead and educate, educate. But people are coming to you with a problem. You need to give them a solution to the problem. And the solution that you give is that of a retirement dashboard that, you know, let's take this from theory and just talking about these things in theory and take apply it to your life. Uh, you want to have a good uh, quality uh, quality of life the rest of your life. How much income will you need? Where will that income come from? And then you back into that all sorts of things. Should you buy a long-term care policy? Should you convert money to a Roth account? What is the tax implication on your retirement accounts now? Uh, and, and how do you best deal with the whole thing? Do you have the right uh, asset mix or not? I mean, most planners, I, I have to say this, I mean, most planners will focus on investment planning. Few planners will go out of their way to go ahead and say, let's do a retirement dashboard. In my opinion, far more important to have a dashboard than how you invest the money. Investment planning between one planner and another planner may be a few, maybe a point, point and a half uh, difference in return. But if you don't have a, the right dashboard, that could be tens of thousands of dollars that you'll be losing if you don't have the proper understanding about how to use your money and that you're taking the risk of running out of money or, or ending up in a nursing home not knowing where the money is going to come from to avoid all those things. And that's where David Hooper comes in. David, how do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about a dashboard or just generally just get a second opinion about the financial planning that they have with the planner or maybe just the first opinion? How do they get a hold of you? All right, best way is just give me a call. Phone number is 206-531-0117. That's 206-531-0117. Correct. Okay. Well, David, thanks so much for coming on. And, you know, it, it's always fun having you uh, on the on the air, and I hope you have a great rest of the, the weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you again. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, David. And uh, that, of course, leaves the line open, 1-800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. David Hooper of Kingsview Partners that we partner with. Why? Because I can trust his advice to you. If you're looking to get a second opinion, if you're looking to just work with somebody who can talk about a retirement dashboard so you get your financial house properly planned, David Hooper would be the guy to go. 206-531-0117. That's 206 206- 
5310117. So let's slip out for our last break. What here, but before we do that, let me just kind of remind you a couple of things. One, we've got on April, on, on August 14th, a seminar coming up, life planning. What is traditional retirement planning? Why do people fail? And what you need to do differently to succeed, not fail in retirement. Go to lifepointlaw.com, register for one of three upcoming events. Uh, there's a live event on Saturday the 14th limited uh, space and you have to be fully vaccinated and, and, and masked when you come into the to the event. If you don't want to do that, you can uh, take in the event uh, online. Go to lifepointlaw.com, register for one of the three events. And take a guess. This is your last chance that I'm going to spell this out. Take a guess. What year was it when the ga- uh, a gallon of gas in America was 40 cents? Vietnam War had just ended. The classic film, American Graffiti, had just been released. And this was the most popular song of this year. Well, that's got a good beat to it, doesn't it? Was it 1973, 74, or 75? It is one of those three years. Take a guess. We'll give you the answer in the next segment. This is Rajiv. We'll be back right after this break. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Join Rajiv Nagayich for the next Life Planning Seminar, Saturday, August 14th at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the Aging Options Campus. 70% of retirement plans fail. A successful plan starts by attending Rajiv's seminar on August 14th in Federal Way. For more information and to make your free reservation, visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or by calling 253-838-3454. Again, 253-838-3454. Hi, I'm David Hooper. And I'm Corey Owen. Kingsby Wealth Management is excited to be partnering with Rajiv Nagayesh in Aging Options. When it comes to financial planning, our mindset is very similar to Rajiv's. We call it the three C's of Kingsview Wealth Management. The first C is for customized. Every client we work with has a customized financial plan. The second C is for consistent. We follow proven investment strategies, not short-term facts. We're driven by your long-term success, not by selling you on short-term transactions. The third C is for caring. We take your trust in us seriously. We are committed to doing what is best for you and your family. Customized, consistent, caring. That's Kingsview Wealth Management. To put our innovative approach to work for you, visit kingsview.com or call 206-531-0117. 206-531-0117. Kingsview Wealth Management. Customized, consistent, caring. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do. 
We know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayich talking all things aging. We've talked about life expectancy has dropped in the U.S. due to pandemic. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, and what does that really tell you about your own retirement readiness uh, at this point in time? Uh, is a reverse mortgage something you should explore? Three common mistakes retirees end up making in retirement planning. We spoke to David Hooper from Kingsview Manor to explore some of these issues. And really, uh, even though most financial planning is done around investment issues, there's a whole world that you need to travel beyond just the investment planning to, to get it right. You don't need to have a lot of money to make good things happen. You just need to have a better plan to make sure that the money will be used the way you want it to be used. That's a big missing piece in traditional planning. And David Hooper and his group at Kingsview Partners uh, can can help you uh, uh, navigate that and Where's the gap so you have a good retirement plan? Uh, he can be reached at 206-531-0117. Um, we've got a couple of seminars coming up. August 14th, uh, which is a Saturday, we'll be holding a live event in our Federal Way campus. Talk about uh, it's a life planning seminar, something that we used to do pre-pandemic at least four to five times uh, on a monthly basis uh, just to educate people. What is it about traditional planning? And the reason why uh, America fails more so than it succeeds in retirement planning. What is it and what you need to do differently so you can succeed, not fail in retirement? Go to lifepointlaw. Dot com. That's lifepointlaw.com and register for one of the upcoming three events. There's one on August 10th at 6 p.m. Uh, this is a virtual event, so you can be at home. Uh, there's another one, another virtual event on August 12th at 10 in the morning. Uh, it'll be playing, so you can actually attend that from the comfort of your own home. But if you do want to come out, then you can uh, come out on August 14th, 1 p.m. Nothing better than than being able to ask your questions, kind of see as to what the what the what the session is all about, and actually participate in your own planning process. And that's uh, if you've been uh, if you're fully vaccinated, uh, then this is the event for you. But if on Saturday you cannot come out for one reason or another, you would like to do it from home, uh, you can join the event again at 1 o'clock also. We'll have a simulcast at 1 o'clock. Not the same event, but it'll be a uh, like live event. It'll be another webinar that we'll be doing uh, at the same time at 1 o'clock on Saturday. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, three opportunities coming up. Don't miss it. We've lost a year and a half in planning. May as well regain the ground. Let's get back to our stories. The last story that we have this week is uh, there's some good budgeting news. If you can eliminate these 10 common uh, expenses that people can and should actually strive to eliminate, 
uh, they should. They should go about doing something about the whole thing. Uh, you may actually give yourself some additional cash flow. So this this uh, comes to us from uh, U.S. News. Uh, and the 10 expenses really that they're talking about are, by the time you retire, you should probably have retired your mortgage before you retire. Uh, in retirement, you'll find that you don't have commuting expenses to deal with. Uh, if you have a second or a third car, you can eliminate at least one or two cars because in retirement, you no longer have a need to be going different directions. Generally speaking, you can you can eliminate that expense. Uh, if you're not going to work, you're not having to buy work clothes and, 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 and professional clothing. So that should save you a little bit money. Um, what about you have a little bit more time to do things that you were having hired done before, whether it is... Uh, uh, your yard work that you were getting other people to do, whether it is working on the cars or something like that, you can eliminate some of those expenses. Uh, if you're not working in an office, those types of expenses go away, going out to lunch, buying somebody or or putting money in a pool to buy a going away present or a birthday present or something along those lines. Uh, how about cutting expenses using senior discounts that we don't generally get while we are still working? Uh, being able to cut expenses, things like off-peak travel. We don't have to travel on a Saturday or a Friday night to get to Las Vegas to go ahead and enjoy. We can go on a Wednesday. When, when the hotels are cheaper, when the travel is cheaper, and by cutting out other uh, investment fees. I mean, these are all little things that we can end up doing. And generally, one would hope that in retirement we'll be in a lower tax bracket. These are 10 different expenses that you can take a look at. And if you haven't looked at them, then I think it's a good article for you to, to focus on and say that if I am, you know, I'm doing okay, but yeah, it would be nice for me to go ahead and free up another five, six hundred dollars on a monthly basis. Take a look at this article. This may, this inspire you to see what you could do a little bit differently. What you don't want to do is to end up living in a stressful situation, always second guessing yourself whether you can buy your children some presents, whether you can do something good for yourself, whether you can travel and do things. That's the point of retirement that you, able to do that worry-free. And nothing better, you know, even though this is a last-minute thing, nothing better than before you retire, do a retirement dashboard. What is a dashboard? A dashboard is one, if you're already retired, it will help you figure out, well, how much money do you need to to live a comfortable life in retirement? Where, where does that money come from and where could it come from? And then it'll help you answer questions like, is a reverse mortgage good for you or not? Uh, if you needed, let's say, uh, eight, $900 extra and your principal and interest on the mortgage payment was just about the same amount of money, then maybe looking at a, uh, a reverse mortgage to eliminate that mortgage debt may not be a bad way to go. But only if you have looked at the rest of your life and said, I'm not going to leave this house ever again. Uh, what about a long-term care policy? What about the taxes? Everything that we generally have questions that are just rattling in our brain and we don't get a chance to go ahead and get the right answers. That's what a retirement dashboard does for you. So those are the great, uh, those are the articles that we had. Hopefully you got something out of the show today. As always, you know, I'm always humbled that, that I have this opportunity to talk to you about retirement planning in a very different vein. Uh, traditional retirement planning is save money, invest money, buy a long, uh, buy a health insurance plan, Medicare Advantage, uh, traditional Medicare, live out your life in your own home as long as you can, and when bad things happen, we'll move. That is not retirement planning. That's just putting pieces together and hoping that something sticks against the wall. Better retirement planning is life planning, where you take a look at the reality that as you grow old, when you fall ill, you have a high risk of going to a nursing home, but you can plan not to. 
you have a high risk of losing money to uncovered medical expenses, but you don't have to. And you have a high risk of becoming a burden on loved ones, but you don't have to. That's life planning. Go to lifepointlaw.com, register for one of the upcoming seminars, and let's get to our, what year was it? What year was it, Tariq, when the gallon of gas was 40 cents, Vietnam uh, War had ended, uh, American Graffiti was just released, and this was the most popular song of the year. I've never heard that song before, by the way. <laughs> oh, you have never heard that song before. Well, no. You, you know. I think of Pink Floyd when I think of 1970, uh, the 1970s, <laughs> but like, uh, I'm going to go. 73, 74, or 75. I'll go 73. Uh, yeah, 73. Well, if you've guessed 73, guess what? You were right. Let's go. That's the song. Yay. One for Tariq. And uh, that's the show for the day today. Uh, folks, thanks so much for joining us on Aging Options. Hopefully you'll join us again next week. Same time, same place. And we'll do it over again. If you have any questions, give us a call. If not, go to LifePoint Law and register for one of the upcoming uh, seminars. You want to succeed, not fail in retirement. And we can show you how. Till then, age on, everyone. Everyone.